All right, let's check in with Richard Zussman, our global news reporter over in Victoria. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Simi. Richard, what happened to Vancouver Coastal <laughs> Health yesterday? That is the big question, and hopefully we will find out today. It was a complete and total disaster. Nearly 15,000 appointments actually booked yesterday uh, for those in the 90-plus group and uh, those that are Indigenous 65-plus group. Of that, just 369 were in Vancouver Coastal Health. And it was a complete and total meltdown of the phone system. We heard stories all day long of people calling. Uh, in some cases, they weren't able to be put on hold. And it said, call back. And they would call back immediately. And in some cases, people would call hundreds of times and it would never connect. One person told me a story about being on the line for three hours and then eventually disconnecting at the end. Uh after three hours without ever talking to anyone this is a massive problem that's crazy for the government because now there is a lack of trust in the system actually working and whether people in coastal health by the end of the week before we switch over to the next category next week 85 plus whether they could even book these appointments that are needed telus is responsible for the phone line system we heard yesterday that there's a vow to do better, but like if the system is broken, how do you do but, better? But then like, how, how, the how, did, how did Fraser Health make it work and Vancouver Coastal uh, Health right next door were not able to make it work? So that's a great question and that's an easy answer. Uh, Fraser Health has online booking and that is another big issue here. Fraser Health a year ago invested the resources to set up an online booking system and the online booking system is now being used for vaccinations and it is going incredibly smoothly and Vancouver Coastal Health did not establish an online booking system and are relying now solely on the phone line and it's leading to massive Crazy. problems and you know you just look at the numbers more than half of the total appointments substantially more than half were on Fraser Health and a huge majority of those were online booking. So of the 15,000 appointments, nearly 9,000 were Fraser Health alone. You know, that shows how reliable this can be. And we know there's an online booking system coming province-wide by mid-April. And we will Still. see how that works. But it should have been ready for now. A lot of people say we've known about this for a year. The pandemic has been going exactly. this long. And yes, vaccines are here sooner than we thought. But it was a prudent move by Fraser Health to invest in the online system and not one by Coastal. And there should be questions continually asked of the province of why didn't you as a provincial government invest more money and time into establishing an online system that could be reliable for the inevitable day that we will need it, which was yesterday, and it wasn't there, and the system failed. Well, look, I really hope that they're learning something. Like, you would like to think that, okay, in 24 hours we can see this works in Fraser Health. We all have to do what Fraser Health does, right? And just immediately embrace that. I think there's a lot of questions yep. for the leadership of Vancouver Coastal Health here, but what have you been doing for the last year then? Yeah, it's a big question. And, and you say we should all adapt what Fraser has. The problem is the other health authorities don't have what Fraser Health has. And it's not that easy. This is set up and programmed for the health authority use. And the other health authorities right now can't use it. And the province's software uh, is not ready. And Dr. Henry spoke about this yesterday and said, yes, I wish it was ready, but it's just not ready and it won't be ready until the middle of April. And you know, that's when we'll start seeing uh, 
it will be ready before the middle of April, just before the middle of April for registrations for those in their 70s. But, you know, the question is, why wasn't Coastal Health doing it? And you bring up the question about what were they doing? Well, yeah. So who made those decisions not to invest the time and money in designing a system like this? There has been criticism for months and months and months around a lack of data collection online interfaces, you know, online tools regarding uh, the pandemic. And those all should have been red flags saying, let's do this right, take the time, hire someone, design a website for registration. It is not, yes, the work is complicated, but there's a lot of people that can do it. This has now become the norm. I wonder. Registrations. I do wonder and, if maybe Fraser Health didn't learn from the more desperate situation they faced, right? Because clearly, there, Fraser Health had the increase in numbers, right? That's where the outbreaks were happening. They clearly felt the emergency, whereas Vancouver Coastal Health didn't get the huge outbreaks the way Fraser Health did. It's a good point to me, but I think this work, and, and again, there'll be a lot of questions asked about yeah. this today. I think the work actually started before that. You know, that pressure point in Fraser Health was right post, um, like mid, mid like October, wave, yeah. late October. And I think this work actually started before that. We'll get, we'll get well, timelines today, I hope, from um, Minister Dix around when these decisions were made to invest in this system, because it's now to the point that you know, all week we were saying, take your time with the phone system. Everybody will get booked. Uh, you don't need to rush yesterday morning. I have serious questions now about whether everybody in Vancouver Coastal Health is going to get booked and whether the system can actually sustain itself. And what does the province then do if they can't get through all the bookings as we start adding more people who are available to call it as early as Monday? Okay, so then what do you expect to hear today? Do you think they'll be answering questions about this? Yeah, for sure. And so it, it could be part of question period. No doubt uh, will be something that uh, we'll get an opportunity to ask Minister Dix about at some point today. Premier John Horgan is making an announcement at noon uh, for COVID support for intercity bus companies. I, I assume that the press conference will a large part be taken over by questions about this. You know, this is, it's fundamental to the point that, you know, we're all relying on these vaccines to help us get through this. Dr. Henry painted yesterday, Simi, this rosy picture that if we keep up and and we're a few months away from restrictions being lifted to seeing our friends again, and vaccination is a part of that. And we know that those in their 90s are the most vulnerable. And having spoken yesterday to family members of people in their 90s waiting for the vaccine, it wasn't it wasn't anger from them. It was frustration. It was this great sense of disappointment that they could see on the horizon their loved one getting the shot. And you said it to me, the stress that they feel Mm -hmm. of having to sit on the phone line and it not working, and they just want to be able to know that their loved one has this vaccine Mm -hmm. and they have this layer of protection against this virus. Like That's all they want. And and hopefully we're all going to get to the point where the system works well. Like That's what we're all rooting for here. No one is rooting for this to fail. We yeah. want everybody to get their vaccine. We just want to know that government is doing what it can to ensure that that can happen. And this is a complicated process. And Dr. Penny Ballum so far is doing a very good job at organizing it across the system. And technology problems happen. But at but. this stage, 
they just can't have insanity. Right? Like, well, plus it stood out that it was one region. Work. I think that's the problem, is that if it worked fine everywhere else, it just really stood out that Vancouver Coastal Health seemed to have the problem. Uh, you mentioned Dr. Bonnie Henry's comments yesterday. I want to talk about that because, Richard, she's so careful with her words and her language, right? So for yeah. her yesterday to start saying, oh, I'm looking forward, we're aiming for Easter services to be in church. I'm telling BC colleges and universities to, you know, prepare for September back to normal. I think that was huge. Yeah, it's substantial. And I asked about this yesterday, about whether it may be counterproductive to give people so much hope that there'll be people out there thinking, well, if if she's so confident we're on track, then I can sort of ease back into my life now you know i can visit with my friends at their Mm. homes or i can go out for meals with people who don't live in my household that i haven't been doing so far i worry that it will be counterproductive we we know that these vaccines work but the reality is we're still seeing incredibly high transmission and one of the things that was sort of glossed over yesterday is we saw a massive surge in active cases in the variants and we saw this jump up into the 80s and those variant cases uh, are highly concerning for overall spread of the virus. And if people are easing up, especially into spring break and maybe traveling around the province a little bit, that's where we got into such big problems earlier. And so, yes, it's, it's optimistic to think about kids playing sports against each other again and going to a movie at a movie theater or you know, going to a church service or a Passover service. Like it's, it's nice to think about all of these things again, but the reality is what could happen over the next month uh, could be profoundly damaging. If we see spread of the virus, yes, death numbers are down because of the vaccine in part, but it's still, there's a lot of worries there. And if you still do, if you do need to call in for your vaccine today, make sure you're only calling in if you're eligible. That's another Please. part of it. Yes. It's become a side story because of all the technical problems, but it bears reminding. Only call in if you are in the 90 plus group or 65 plus group for Indigenous. Do not call in if you're not in that group just to see if the system's working. Please don't do that. We need all the luck we can have here today and yes. it helps with people only calling in when it's their turn. That is an excellent point. Thank you very much for that, Richard. Yeah, thanks, Emma. Richard Zussman, our global news reporter over in Victoria, can't say that enough. I know we, we said it yesterday over and over again, and yet it still happened. Health Minister Adrian Dix talked about it later in the day where he said, you know, yes, they had some problems, but they also had way too many people calling who were not eligible to book an appointment. I don't know what you're calling for. I mean, are you asking questions? Are you curious? Are you trying to skip the line? Can't do any of that. Just let the people book an appointment who really need that appointment. Again, 90 plus, born in 1931 or earlier, or if you're Indigenous, 65 years of age or older, just those groups. That's it.